We started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. This is my butt right here. Hallelujah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Go to Girls Podcast. This is your favorite producer, uh, Destiny. You know. Yes. Um, So, welcome. I want to introduce you to our amazing host. Let's start with Missy. Hey, it's Missy, the one you love. You already know. Oh, it's DJ. Hey, y'all. I'm back. Again. Again, I'm going to keep coming back. Yep. We got her, y'all. They keep bringing me back. They keep bringing me back. And then we got a special guest today, too, right? So, Miss Lady, can you introduce yourself and let us know, you know, who you are? Yes, my name is Kanisha Ingram. I am the owner of Adiva's Everything and First Line Tax Pros. Yes, that's my okay. best friend. That's my best friend. Hey, period. And DJ best friend, apparently. <laughs> You gotta add that to the introduction. <laughs> like, like, ooh, you better. <laughs> Every time Kanisha introduces herself, she gotta add the NTJ best friend at the end. Like, got yeah, you. Yeah, now that's her tag. That's it. That's it. But yeah, so um, y'all know today this is the boss status episode. Yes. Okay, so that's why Miss Kanisha is here because she is a boss. Can yes. you tell us why you're golden? I'm golden because. Everything I do, all my businesses, I do it to help feed my family. And I don't have any kids. So it's literally just to like make staples in my family for the future. Like I was literally talking to my grandma today. Like I hope my nieces will run my boutique when they get older. So generational wealth. Period. Yeah. And then they got to be your kid to pass down generational wealth. So that's dope. That's amazing. That is great. Yeah. So hopefully I can pass them something too. Yes. So here, you know, on the Golden Girls podcast, we got to check on everybody and make sure they okay. You know, how they doing, what are their needs, how they plan to accomplish them. And we call that the mental health check-in. Okay, so let me ask you, DJ. Yes. How you doing? I'm good. I'm in the process of buying a house. Yes. Yes. So I know you talked to us about that. What was that, two weeks ago? Yes. How is that going? Like, what part of the process are you in? I've never bought, bought a house. Up. So right now they have accepted the offer. They're going to order the appraisal. Okay. So after that, everybody agrees to it. You know, then I get the keys. Yes, keys. Yes. So what part about this house are you going to fall in love? Like, what's the what's the part? Like, you. This oh, is the, the part I fell in love with about this house. The yard. Okay. The yard. How big is it? Big? It's a it's, front yard, backyard. It's a big front yard. The backyard is almost a half acre. <laughs> Listen, I heard that. I lived in Kentucky. Yes. I lived in (laughs) Kentucky for seven years and we Mm -hmm. had a half acre. Rented the property though. Mm -hmm. But I fell in love with it. I'm a dog person. I Mm -hmm. always have I have big dogs. Pit bulls. You know, I I have big dogs. They need a yard, you know. I hear that. I have a baby bigger. Yeah, I have a baby, but I my fur babies are my babies too. Yeah. Yeah. They need parts and you know. True. True. Okay. So Miss Kenesha, how you doing? I am doing okay. 
it's real busy right now. It's like mm-hmm. the peak attack season. Okay. So everybody on my head, but I'm managing. You got it. So like how many people's taxes do you do in the season, like on average? Last year I did about 150. Ooh. Shit. Ooh. What? So far this year. <laughs> <laughs> what? We talking about shit on okay. your 150. 150. And that's a small number. This year I'm going for 300. And I've already done about 50. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Real quick, I'm going to just ask since we're talking about it. If people want their taxes done, how do they contact you? I have a website. FirstLineTaxPros.com. You could book right on land. Yes, ma'am. And okay. I just made like a virtual filing system on there too. So you could fill out all the information, upload your documents, and come right to me. Or you can book an appointment and we'll have an in person appointment, COVID friendly. Oh, oh, great, great, great. And where are you located? Um, On Van Dyke 8 Mile. Okay. Yep. So listen, y'all people on the east side, I know it's a bunch of kids over there. You ain't got no reason <laughs> not to get them taxes done. And we give advances. So they're not giving money to February 12th. I done gave like three people two thousand five hundred all kind of money today. Okay, listen, she on stimmy time, <laughs> and yeah. I help you get your stimmy right. if you ain't got your stimmy yet. Get the bag. <laughs> Ball you get status that episode. That's what we doing. So, Maisha, Missy, how you doing? I'm alright. <laughs> how you doing? How are you? Doing? How are you? But no, um. I'm good. I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yes. My sister and some friends that me and my sister grew up with, these are our friends that we done had out the mud. So we're going to Vegas to have a little relaxed trip. That's always yes. a good time. Listen, I knew it was, I know it's going to be fun because I asked them, I said, so what y'all bitches bring to put in the suitcase? What we doing? And they said, yeah, nothing too dressy. Bring comfortable. Yes. Yes, I'm Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. To self-care on this trip. Yes. Because, yes. you know, I mean, being cute is being cute, but shit. I'm, you get tired of being cute? Yeah, I just want to go and, like, bump it in on a vacation sometime. Be ugly in peace. Yeah, but other than that, I'm good, though. Just still dealing with working from home. Um, You know. I think I'm at a point where I'm ready to get like some social stuff going yes. again. Like yeah. the the being at home is getting old. Like it was great at first because I'm a busy person, mm-hmm. so I was kind of embracing it. But now it's just like okay, I'm it's getting a little stale. It is definitely getting stale. Yeah, like I can't drink no more wine now. <laughs> it's start it's starting to get bad because you be like fuck it. I'm gonna just have a bowl of cereal and a glass of wine. Fuck it, a bottle. <laughs> Depending on the night, depending on the night or bottle. Yeah, so that's how I am. But I think, I think overall, I'm good. Miss Destiny, how you doing? Um, I am doing pretty good. Sorry, guys, my mic was off. Oh, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, I was over here doing some other stuff, but I'm doing pretty good. Um, mentally, how am I doing? Stretched, child. I'm stretched. Okay, in but a good way or a bad way? In a good way. Um, I am learning how to run my own private practice as a therapist mm-hmm. and kind of going through all of, oh my God, it's, it seemed like every day is like two steps forward, three steps back. Mm-hmm. Like, it be not, it's kicking my ass low key. Like, yeah. y'all don't even know. Like, I'm going into sessions like, I don't even know why y'all here. Like I can't believe y'all. I can't even believe. I don't know what I'm doing, but um, you know, it is what it is. And my clients are coming back, and they awesome. Like they are like showing up. Like Destiny, like my life is so much better. I'm like, I don't know how. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my god, you know. But we making it happen. So stretched. Um, and then this 
like this podcast, mm-hmm. like learning how to do this. It has. I didn't expect it to take as much time as it is, and just trying to balance it. Like I'm, kind, I kind of feel guilty because I'm because it's not something that's making money yet, and mm-hmm. um, and that's okay. Like it definitely that doesn't have to always be the goal yeah. with things, right? Right. Um, but it does like taking so much of my time and not getting money for that time is a little like that's different for me, you know. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's difficult. So. Um, but it takes time to learn. Like, it, it took us hours to set up. Like, it's 10 o'clock. I can't believe that. Y'all, I told them to be here to start recording at 7. Um, <laughs> we be late. We be late. Yeah, oh. but, you know, but it, it actually has been a very fun journey. I'm really excited. Like, I'm excited about not, not being in the camera and being mm-hmm. able to sit over here and kind of just work everything. Um and maybe we'll just push the camera back so you can see me. Shit, but I'm stick. I'm keeping my yeah tank. because I th- I'm starting to think you think you sleep, but it's whatever. Yeah, um, <laughs> since we talk um, about it, <laughs> but, but, but either way it go, I'm definitely I'm stretched right now. Mm-hmm. But it's a beautiful stretch. I am blessed. Um, my anxiety is through the roof every other day, mm-hmm. but I think it's a great thing. I have no idea where I'm going. This this is the first time in my life I have not had goals like well I have goals but usually I have like a 10 year plan like I always know what's coming and I don't and um I don't know but listen this is the boss status episode and this is all a part of that journey so absolutely it just is what it is sometimes the path is clear sometimes you just taking it one step at a time that's all you you know all you can see is three steps forward you take them three and you see three more steps you gotta walk by faith you be good I, that's the one thing I'm comfortable with. It's just we're just gonna go by faith. I'm tiptoeing, but goddamn it, I'm going right. So, exactly. Like, exactly. So yes, um, but I'm so grateful and thankful that you ladies are here. I want to make sure yeah. I say that because this is just a brain project that I have, and my brain just be moving, and y'all are like playing into it. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Listen, there are people that's with me with the shit. Like we they with the shit. You. Like, we believe you. If it's one thing I'm gonna do is hype you up. Yeah. That's that's that's, that's why I was it. like, we gotta get DJ on Listen, the show. Listen, shit gonna work or it's not, but we gonna try it. Hell man, yeah, shit. I'm with the shits. Hell yeah. Our golden so. girls rolling with us. Absolutely. So we good. Wait till we start taking trips. That's all I care about. Oh, period. That's all I care about. <laughs> we about to blow up. Like, I'm gonna keep saying it. essence. Like yes. if, if they have it, we're fucking going. We're in yes. that bitch. Like festival in New Orleans on our girls trip swag immediately. Shit. Um, but I'm gonna probably put some shit together before that. But anyway, yes, that's all. Okay. <laughs> so the Midas touch. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot stand you. So um, I, I didn't right, listen so because I'm like okay because I ain't got my segues down yet. Because you was done with the mental health check-in. And so now we're going to swing it over to the Midas Touch. Yeah, um, Alright, so the Midas Touch is something that we do on every single show. Basically, if you haven't heard the tale of King Midas, it's kind of a fictional tale, but it's a king who um, did a bunch of good deeds and the gods allowed him to have one wish of whatever he wanted. So the thing that he wanted was a touch of gold. So everything he touched turned to gold. So he ended up having a whole big story and learned a bunch of lessons or whatever but we felt like it was important to grab that touch of gold so um literally probably 
30 minutes before we started recording, we changed who our Midas Touch was going to be. And we, we made to. a different decision because there's a, there's a woman who needs to be recognized today because everything that she's ever touched over her 96 years of yes. life has turned to gold. There we go. And so um, we just want to take a moment and highlight Miss Cicely Tyson and say rest in peace. Because we in just peace. found rest out um, sure. of her passing and definitely like if there is an icon to be walking this earth it is it is Mm ma'am like it is 100 percent her so um is there anything you guys want to say about cicely tyson is there a role that you've seen her do that has kind of inspired you like um i know like she was a member of the black filmers hall of fame in like 1977 you know i'm all about the black people so Mm -hmm. um like I mean, just icon. Like, it's not even much that I can say. Like, she started modeling at 18 years old, and that woman is 96. Like, she hopped in front of a camera at 18, and we seen her from 18 to 96. Mm-hmm. Just complete level of icon. And just, I just, I hate that she's gone, but I'm so blessed to have been yeah. alive during the same time that she was. So, anybody else got anything they want to say about Cicely? Yes. So, first of all, 96 years. That's a few generations of us. Like, Mm -hmm. that's she covered a lot of ground to inspire a lot of people over 96 years. Mm -hmm. She's been in the game for since she was 18. Mm -hmm. So, that's what, like, over what, 70 years? Yeah. Yes. So, that's a lot of ground to cover. And just to think about how hard it is still for black women to excel in whatever field that we're Mm -hmm. in. Think about the world that she was living in when she was breaking those barriers. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. She lived in a completely different world when mm-hmm. she came. Yep. 96 years ago, the civil rights movement was in the 60s. Yep. Like, just think about what that was like for her. Mm-hmm. And so, and it just plays into the roles that she, she gave us. And she, you know, destiny stopped you. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I wasn't talking to you. That's why I ain't no screen. <laughs> anyway, so thanks, Cicely Tyson, for the time and all the ground you cover and expiring generations on generations yes. on generations. Yes. Anybody else got anything to say? <laughs> Is there like a movie that you've seen her in or anything? Like, I feel like Cicely was everybody's mama. She was everybody's grandma. Definitely I mean, grandma. you know, we all was. Yeah, definitely. She was always, she seemed just real relatable she Mm -hmm. you know it wasn't a a fakeness about her she felt like she was part of my family very much so she always gave off what i could go to you for anything type of Mm -hmm. she will give you i didn't know her but i just you know i don't know that lady but i just felt that's the vibe that i got from her absolutely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i feel like she would definitely give me some good advice and give me a whooping if necessary exactly the the first thing I remember no seeing her in obviously would be Roots. That was the yep. first thing I remember ever seeing her in. Um, and I mean, she just been constantly working since then. Yeah. Like I just <laughs> I don't even remember a time where it's like I it wasn't like Cicely Tyson was just like not relevant. Absolutely. Like you just kind of grow up knowing who she is. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Rest in power. Rest yes. in power. Absolutely. Rest in power. So um, cute at 96, too. Her oh, wigs, her outfits. She was still at the award shows, baby. Fine, baby. Okay. Fine. Not missing anything. And you know what? That's, that, that's, that's, that's the type of life I want to live. Like, if I yeah. live to 96, 
and mm-hmm. I'm fine and gorgeous all the way till 96. Like, yeah, because I've been sick of y'all asses by now. 96, I'm 28, yeah, and listen. I'm just like, you know what? Nah, at 50, I'm like, okay, <laughs> shit, because that's gonna be a stretch. I'm 31, and I'm like, half of y'all getting checked off the list. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, like, yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, I just wanted to take a minute and just highlight Miss Cicely Tyson as our Midas, as a person that has the Midas touch, because every single thing that that woman has ever touched has turned to gold, and you have inspired so many of us, and we are just grateful to have been on the planet at the same time as you, so thank you so much, um, and rest in power, ma'am, just completely rest in power. Yes, yes. And so, women like Cicely Tyson, you know, we on the boss status boss chick episode right mm-hmm. yes. and so Cicely Tyson was one of those somebody paving the way for us but we wanted to shine some light on some of the boss chicks we know that's mm-hmm. close to us mm-hmm. boss chick adjacent okay mm-hmm. and so like we talked about we have a guest here her name is Kanisha and I just wanted to talk to her a little bit and get to know her and ask her some questions okay so we already know what makes her golden she doing this for the family and generational wealth not just to her own children who aren't here yet maybe you know but her nieces and nephews okay so i want to um talk about the few businesses that you got because um you don't only do taxes no what else do you do i have a clothing boutique um called a divas everything boutique and i named it a divas everything because i actually try to cover all grounds okay so it's literally like a one-stop shop um women's clothes accessories we just started a hairline, so you can get weaves, wigs. Um, I have a few people. Did y'all hear her say that it's weaves and wigs at the boutique? Listen, I don't think y'all heard her. I got one on now. Okay. It's like an outfit. Okay, listen. And this bay gang is everything gang. Okay? Y'all, you can go to this place and get your outfit your earrings, your purse, and your weave. You're yeah. Oh, and some lashes too, right? And, yep. are you yep. and your brows. Oh, brows. Yeah, we, do. we got someone to do brows there too. And oh, we have uh, appointments for installs. And bring your W-2s too. Because while you're doing all that, <laughs> I do your tax. I got you in the back. <laughs> Because you about to spend it that's in that bag. That's the new slogan. Why you doing that? That's what I need you we to do. We got to spend it in the bag. Because <laughs> you about to spend it in that bag. Period. That's what I need Get you to do. Get a bag in the bag, okay? That's it. My friend does everything. <laughs> yes. Mind you, this is DJ's best friend. My best friend, Boss, like, like <laughs> this is my thing. A lot of people talk boss, and I listen. I'm one of those people. Ma- Let's listen, be clear. I'm manifesting. I ain't there okay. yet. Okay, manifesting. You a boss, for sure. <laughs> manifesting. Like I got, you know, what I'm saying, got a little private practice. But the only person I pay is me. Goddamn right. it. it ain't you know what I'm saying? It's like, not little. But this one right here is checks. It's people that's people feeding their payroll. She's like, feeding other people families. That's like it. it's other people that's feeding their kids off of checks that got her name. On it, yes, it period. Like Listen. we just we gotta we gotta and don't get out of line because won't be no check. <laughs> don't play with it. Don't play with me. Hey, <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Out of here. But back to back to Kanisha. Okay, because I'm trying to get you know I'm trying to learn a little something. Okay. So this is one thing that I wanted to ask you for certain yes. because I'm trying to be a boss chick too, and I want to have. My multiple strains. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know what are like some of the biggest sacrifices that you can think of off the top of your head 
that you make regularly to allow yourself to be able to do all the things that you do? Well, for starters, I don't have children, so I don't have to. I don't really feel like I sacrifice a lot. Mm -hmm. I, Mm -hmm. I, I actually feel like I spend a lot. Okay. Because I make money fast. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like I'm like a, a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> drug dealers is in my head. <laughs> you better be. You better. You better feel it. like. Did y'all hear what she said? Let me. I'm moving weight really, so it ain't shit. I'm moving weight really, so it ain't shit. I ain't really tripping. If y'all see the way she be pushing these fits. Listen, listen. She mm-hmm. just said, I make money fast. And like, I spend fast. I, I, I I'm basically a rapper. I'm basically, I, basically a I live like Fuck, a drug dealer it. legally. I legally I no live like a drug dealer. I got a point. Okay. Period. Okay. <laughs> but I literally, my, my goal, I remember I heard Destiny say something earlier. I literally walked by faith since I started my business. Like, yeah. okay. Everything was leaps of faith. Like, I worked at Chase for five years before I started my business. Mm-hmm. And that kind of taught me, it kind of gave me the courage to start my business. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm helping everybody start businesses. And why I ain't got one? That part. Hold on, wait. Because she just said something to y'all. Yeah, because all of us doing that shit. Yeah, because at the end of the day, and entrepreneur, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. It's but not. at the end of the day, you got to think of it. If you can help other people do it, that's not just a job. You're learning a skill. You could take that skill somewhere yep. else and do it for yourself. If you tired of punching that clock, mm-hmm. step out on faith. That's what sister just said. And she moving these outfits and literally and chase taught me everything i know like mm-hmm. customer relations like building my rapport with my cousins like my customers are my cousins like i feel like everybody that come in my store is mm-hmm. my family they be like if i had a, a baby shower today i would probably have to pack the place out because my cousin's like Nisha, you afraid the girl coming right, right. like because they all feel like they all and they all feel like they know me they love mm-hmm. seeing me in that's, the store that's, that's amazing right. that's that's how it's supposed so to be right making connections yeah. too yep, yep. and yeah. i literally learned all that at chase so I thank y'all. Chase. Shout out to Chase. So y'all. listen, take them skills and do something with it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just sit there and keep making yep. them people rich. Everybody yeah. at Quicken Loans. Everybody Qu- listen, at, uh, especially Quicken. All Quicken. hours, like yes. shit. All, even all the shit y'all doing in the factory, like mm, y'all are exactly. learning stuff. I was just on a um, a goal setting like kind of workshop last night and I was just telling like the women on there like you got to put a value on your skills mm-hmm. like you got to be real about yourself and know what you do well and put a value on it put a mm-hmm. price on that shit like yep. immediately like yep. and I told like I was talking about um like I've paid people to come and clean up here mm-hmm. because if I didn't put a price if I if my if I'm making a hundred dollars an hour mm-hmm. it makes absolutely no sense that i'm spending four hours cleaning my house yep. like yeah. i need to make that four hundred dollars and then i can pay somebody what 20 an hour to clean my house yeah. like, right, right and i'm walking like it's just there has to be a value on what you can do and what you bring to the table even if it's not money so mm-hmm. i just i definitely i just yeah. think she's the bomb <laughs> another <laughs> sacrifice is time like when you got mm. your own business is like you, that's the only thing I really feel like I sacrifice is my time like sometimes okay. I can't do the things that I want to do mm-hmm. and it's cause like Destiny say you're trying to you could do other things to maximize mm-hmm. your coins so, so I would what, rather so what things are you doing time wise like what things are you giving up time wise to make your sacrifice for your business I'm only asking because sometimes we have our own things that hold us back you get what it, I'm that, saying? Because I want to be booed up or I want to be this or I want to be, I want to be a best friend, you know, 
it's just different things that soak up our time. So I just want our listeners to hear like what types of things, you know, time wise, are you having to give up to do what you do? I have in a previous relationship, I had to sacrifice the time. But mm-hmm. if your person is going towards your goal, too, they will understand. My ex person wasn't okay, so that that had to end because you you're not yeah. in this with me. So mm-hmm. don't let that nigga hold yeah. you back. Don't Number let one, him do all right. it because that's all temporary. <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah. temporary. Like yeah. now, I don't physically have to be at my store. Right. So I have people that's there for me. So that's how I can go and do taxes because I have somebody like I don't even like sitting in the boutique too long no more. I'm looking like, why the heck am I here? Like, I mm-hmm. ain't shit for me. To, this stuff right. for me to do, but it's not nothing for me to do inside. Like, right, I, right. I got y'all here to sell. I can get the customers in. I can go yep. make some posts. I can go update the website, right. do a photo shoot. But I don't like physically being in there because I have people that I, that I have that can do that for right. me. Because right. she's a boss. Let's that's be clear. Yeah. <laughs> because because so, I'm your boss and I said come do this. So period. So, but I love my employees. All my employees are like my family and friends. Okay, like literally, good. I love good. them all. Okay, what type of time did you have to put in when you first started your boutique? Oh, I I didn't get a lot of sleep, honestly. But I loved it, like every moment. Like I would leave. That was when I was working at Chase. I would leave work, go up to my store. Mm. Um, I would go home. I'd be on my computer till like three o'clock in the morning, researching, looking up mm. outfits. She literally was, did not sleep. Didn't you sleep. did not sleep. I remember when you first started. I be snoozing now. You did not but sleep. But I ain't sleeping in the beginning. <laughs> I be snoozing <laughs> now. You heard her. Yeah. It's temporary. It's, t- it's very temporary. But I'm getting all eight hours. <laughs> I be getting my good sleep in now. Because I pay people to stay up now. <laughs> I'm snoozing now. I be getting some good sleep now. That's I, I take pride in my yeah. sleep now. I'm like, yeah. mm, so you got to go to sleep. Mm-mm. I love it. But I had to put that time in it, in the beginning. If you don't think you can do it, like... you you just show everybody you can and that's all i say is just do it like if you got an idea just, just do, do that it. shit yeah just do it so y'all heard these little gems because she dropping some gems in here so sometimes you got to sacrifice some sleep sometimes yep. you got to sacrifice that nigga yeah <laughs> yes. okay sometimes right right Sacrifice. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes yeah. you got to use the people around you she yep. said her employees are her family her friends like you she dropping the gems. Y'all either gonna use it or y'all not. Okay, Kanisha. So you told us that the store is on Eight Mile and Van Dyke. Yes. So is there an Instagram page? Um, how can we find you on social media? Does the boutique have a phone number? Let us know how to get some of these outfits and lashes. Yes, and yes. Bags. So the Instagram for the boutique is a Divas Everything Boutique. That's A D I V A S Everything Boutique. Same thing on Facebook. A Divas Everything Boutique. We have a website. AdivasEverything.com, cell phone, me a, a store phone, 313-707-0905. And we're located at 20495 Van Dyke, right on Van Dyke off of 8 Mile. Okay. So y'all heard yes. it. Yes. Go get your hair done, lashes done, brows done, taxes done. <laughs> and get all the accessories. Shoes. Everything. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm loving this conversation. I want to keep this conversation going. So you know. I had to bring sis, mm-hmm. my girl Sheila. All right, but you know, since Sheila is out of town, she on a self care vacation, so we got her cousin. All right, okay. So um, Sheila's topics, pretty much, um, Kanisha, is we pull from this cup, and it'll have a question on there. Hopefully, you can read my handwriting, but if you can't, I'm here for guidance. Okay. <laughs> but pretty much, it's just a question. Um, 
of course, most of these we want you to answer because we're here to learn from you. But, you know, also we'll chime in some. Okay. So we'll just pull a question, you know, and it'll pretty much steer the conversation. Okay. okay. So I'm going to let you go first since you're our guest. DJ, please pass it around. All right. Pick a good one. Okay. Tell me a habit you want to break or have broken. Ooh. Procrastination. Okay. Because I be justifying my bullshit with the procrastination. I work better under pressure, so I be... Procrastination. I am... I'm not going to say I'm a big procrastinator, but the, I, I have my days. Like, mm-hmm. I have my weeks. Like, some days I'm like, all right, you want it. Do, to do list. You right, did it. Right, right, right. But then some days I'm like, nah, we're going to do that tomorrow. We yeah, that tomorrow. yeah, 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 yeah. And then tomorrow. And mm-hmm. then tomorrow. So, procrastination is a big habit that I want to break. I am practicing on breaking it. I have my days when I'm really good at just going, sticking to it. And then some days I'm like, all right, niche. Self care days. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? You didn't. You didn't answer that phone ten times today. You ain't calling nobody tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you ain't doing yes. it tomorrow. Yeah, because because yeah. I don't have kids or a husband and stuff like that. I be feeling like I'm a slave to my customers and mm-hmm. my clients. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, nah, not today. Yeah, yeah. So, that's good. That's I like good. that. Yeah. So DJ, you got any habits you be working on? Uh, I do. So you got to follow me. Okay. Right? So, I don't, like, I'm trying to live in my feelings, Mm. right? Mm. So, I don't, I'm really blah, you know, I don't really dive too deep, really care too, you know, you get really surface level with me. Okay. So, I'm trying to really, if I feel angry or if I feel Sad or you know whatever. If I'm happy, anything I, I try to live in those feelings. Oh, I think that's a great one. You know, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, like I like that. Deeper. It's hard for me to do that. It it it's hard for me to yeah. do. That. Me too. So, I, I understand that so much. Me it too. I do. Too. If I'm feeling angry or yeah. or sad, I just tend to go blank. Yeah. And I don't, you don't get anything yeah. from me. You yeah. know, if I'm happy, it's like, oh, yay. Yep. Yeah. I you was going to say, if you do it too much, it I, I affects do too happy much, too. You know, I'm about yeah. to, mm-hmm. I'm buying a house, but I, I want to be excited, bouncing off the walls. Yeah. But for some reason, I'm like, okay. Holding eh, back. Yeah. Let me, you know, let me not be mm-hmm. too, too happy. Something might happen. Or yeah. is that like a vulnerability thing? Yeah. I, so I was actually going to say it, but I was like, be quiet because. <laughs> <laughs> But it seems like a few of us are having this thing in common. It's so a I traumatic kind of response. Like, see what it is. So it's, okay. it's from trauma. Like it's just it's just from you being in situations in the past and things don't work out and your body naturally reacts like the natural reaction to that is to be like, okay, we gonna wait. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. but but also what it does is it it creates a numbing feeling, and so now yes. you're not experiencing any emotions yes. because yes. you are your your high highs you minimizing them, and your low lows you you kind of not even dealing with them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, read me real quick. Yes, <laughs> that's why. Uh-huh. Listen, yeah. So um, read me real yeah, quick. It's, it's a life counseling. It's a response yes. to trauma. <laughs> yes. it's, it's okay. Definitely. It's it's and the thing is like we always talk about trauma with like child abuse and stuff like that, which is extremely you know like it is but like anything that has kind of damaged your trust level or your comfort level on dealing mm-hmm. with things can yeah. honestly be looked at as a level of trauma so, so it doesn't have to be huge it can be small well i think that the thing is that we have to stop choosing what huge is for everybody like what yeah. huge is to like huge can be a big deal because she's trusted somebody or trusted something because sometimes it's just situations and life yep. happens and it's yeah. us. like it's not even something a person actually did but something that she trusted didn't pull through the way that she wanted and it it affected her to a point that now her decisions and things and situations that's happened in her life is making her pull back like that is trauma like that's a bruise mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pretty much that we kind of have to like massage our way through so you mm-hmm. choosing to like Intentionally work through your feelings Is actually perfect Like that's exactly What you should be doing Like she has to Manually tell yourself Like Mm -hmm. I am I'm happy Like I am in a great space Right now I'm buying a house I'm blessed I have a beautiful child You know My marriage is happy I'm going to experience it Because we don't Especially black women Like we don't do that We don't We don't We don't Like Mm -hmm. we just talk to numb So much And it's just bullshit Like You know I have to constantly I feel like I have to always think about, well, how are my feelings going to affect mm-hmm. whoever is around me at mm. the time? Yeah. What what are they going to think about how I feel? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm mad. I'm mad about yeah, this. I was just and about, I need to be mad. Yeah. And I was okay. just about to say. Yeah, it's okay that I'm mad. I had a conversation with somebody. I don't even remember who it was. But I was having a conversation with someone and they were saying like, the reason I don't show emotion is because my emotion affects the whole house. Yep. Yeah. So if yeah. I'm irritated, now my husband is irritated, the kids is irritated, so yeah. I can't live I can't in being irritated or crying. They yeah. can't see me cry because if I'm sad, now the kids are sad. Because yeah. mommy always has to be now, happy. Because we are the lifeline of our entire yeah, community. So like, and like, like our energy, and that just goes to show we're so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that power, like, I don't know, I guess in a way kind of traumatizes us because, like, if I cry... Now the kids is crying. Mm-hmm. Now my husband got it. He, he pissy because he feel like it's rock. his fault. Yeah. So now the whole house is affected when really I just yeah. wanted to have a fucking moment. Yeah, I but just that's why that moment. Yeah, yeah. But that's why self-care is so like yes. self-care yes. is vital. Yes. Like it's mm-hmm. just like you got to take your blood pressure medicine yes. every day. Like you got to make time. Like when Kanisha said, like I answered the phone too much. I'm not doing it yes. tomorrow. Like mm-hmm. that is vital to her being able to be here longer her being able to run her business longer like that's stopping her burnout like all of that matters like self-care is so like girls nights and girls trips and stuff like everybody think it's cute and stuff but that is like vital to like survival y'all gonna take me there so okay so so today even last night and today right (laughs) so i relinquished a little bit to, Mm -hmm. to my husband you know i relinquished the baby mm-hmm. you know so i i have to get out of the habit of you know he's he's with his dad he's fine if i hear him cry 
scream. That ain't none of my business. That's between them, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let yeah. yeah. so, him handle it. You know, no, yeah. I'm not gonna hop out of the tub. I'm gonna enjoy my bath. You know, I'm gonna mm-hmm. enjoy this hour. Like if I can get one hour mm-hmm. out of the day and whatever I hear, I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Right, it's fine. Yeah. He's not gonna let anything. It's fine. I, yeah. He doesn't need me. He knows how to make his food in the bottle. He knows these things i don't have to keep coming to the rescue yeah, yeah. good job you know, so i have to that's good DJ. that's really hard for a lot of new moms it to is. do oh my god no and so i'm just proud because i remember when we did our busted challenge and we broke the plates yeah one of the things she put on the plate was the mommy guilt yeah like yeah. you know not it's real not it's being real. able to enjoy my own moments i don't yeah, know you talking about it. that mm-hmm. and you did that yesterday so yes, you yeah, I went to sleep. He woke up and fed the baby. What? You know, and I stayed asleep. He See the weirds you can have when you choose yourself. You know, because this is the thing: the people around you, like everybody, know that as as like. Your team's not really gonna let the balls drop, right? Like, you know what I mean. Exactly. Like, he's not really gonna just sit there and let your exactly. baby be hungry, right? Like, right. He like, oh, she not getting up. He might be irritated about it, and that's our problem. Mm-hmm. It's easier mm-hmm. to just do it ourselves than to yes. deal with the irritation. Yes. Yes. And mm-hmm. my theme of like the end of 2020, and I'm bringing it into 2021, is let shit lie. Like you, some shit just gotta. It is what it, it is. Just, you you just gotta feel it. it. I have and to learn it. Oh well. That's a bad habit I have. Mm-hmm. I do that all the time. Like, I try to prevent everybody from being irritated with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. feel a way when people get irritated with me or got an attitude at me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's one of those things. And I have to just be like, okay, well, they don't like it. They don't fucking like it. They'll be all right. Yeah. I have what to, like, yeah. make sure I do that. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an intentional thing. Yep. And sometimes I get envious of people who really don't give a fuck they about don't. other people. Yeah. You yeah. got other people who just like, I don't give a f- girl. Yeah, you got attitude. Matter. I do yep. not give a fuck. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, I, and I'm like that with a lot of people, yep. but I need to be able to do that with the people that I love too. Yeah. But people rely on that. And that's yeah. the thing that I had to get. I had to really accept there are people relying on the fact that they know that I'm not going to be happy with them having an attitude. So I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's mm-hmm. not even necessarily like they doing it maliciously. They just know like, hell, yeah. my husband's one of them. Like yep. he like he pushed on it more than anybody. Like, I know that she is going to like if she know I'm upset, like. He'll, Cause he'll wait me out. We'll play the waiting game, like, and I had to learn to just wait, like, yep. stop giving up. Like, he's at the end of the day, he's gonna do it. Like, he's not gonna. He's a responsible adult. Yeah. As much as I feel like we should necessarily, I feel like I should be taking care of him. Like, I sh- I don't have to. So yeah. you know, he's like he's a responsible grown adult. Like he's been on this earth just as long. He knows how to take care of himself. Yeah. You haven't been there with him all his life, mm-hmm. right? Even he though it's okay. been yeah. all, even though you feel like it has been. Like I had to remember, like before we get moved together, like you, you were surviving, yeah. right? <laughs> he had it without you. I don't have to do I, everything. I might not agree yeah. with all of it, but hey, listen, I had to live there, so right. you right, <laughs> right. like. Okay, DJ, so you pull out of Sheila and tell us what your topic is. That was a really good one. That was. It was. The habits cover question was healthy. I like that. Networking. Strengths and weaknesses. 
Oh, I can tell y'all my weakness with networking. Networking is my weakness. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell you my specific problem with networking, which is crazy because y'all know me as running my motherfucking mouth. I'm so bad at the forced ass small talk. Yeah, I, me too. Like walking up, introducing myself, trying to figure out who you are, like. <sighs> And listening to you and then you showing me your fucking dog and all this shit and it's like, okay, I mean I really just wanna know is y'all niggas hiring? No, I really wanna know is y'all niggas hiring? Can I have an internship? You ain't gotta yell at Can me I? Like but no, that's but you know, I'm just one of those people like I'm really <laughs> if I don't feel comfortable being direct, I don't feel comfortable having the conversation. So if I just like, Hi, how you doing? My name is for instance, when I was in law school, hey, how you doing? My name is Maisha. I'm in law school. Y'all niggas hiring? That's how I wanted to go. Yes, no. Card, no. All right, well, enjoy your night. Great day. <laughs> Bye. Man, fuck you too, bitch. Next. That's how I wanted to be. That's how I am. So, like, that's my, that's mainly my weakness with networking. It's like the forced ass small talk. And it's like, mind you, most of the time, these people in these rooms don't look like you. And they so don't. our small talk is not about the same shit. I don't get your Star, your star Wars jokes or your fucking <laughs> Harry Potter shit. I ain't watched none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? You might be able to get a little Forrest Gump. Maybe the fuck not. I don't know. Like, we don't watch or talk about the same shit. What I'm going to walk up and say, yeah, so you seen Power last night? I don't yeah. fucking know. Yeah. What I'm going to say? So yeah, I don't know no other golfer except Tiger fucking Woods. Like, <laughs> come on, and don't just bring that up because now you racist. Like, <laughs> this is fucking awkward. I don't know how to do this. You're and don't touch my hair, bitch. <laughs> By the way. By the way. So yeah, that's my weakness with networking. That's why I wanted to ask. Like, like so how do you, do you do a lot of networking? I mean, as far as like with other business owners are going to these little swanky events and stuff <laughs> i used to did you hate it as much as i did yeah i do i hate it because i'm oh, shy God, it ain't just i'm just me. shy i don't like talking mm-hmm. i really don't like mm-hmm. i hate talking you sound like dj i hate talking that's what i'm like we lured her ass in too <laughs> that's why we friends i hate why do talking we want, why do we got the most reluctant <laughs> guests because they always talking. the best. They have the best things to say. <laughs> they hear out of loyalty and then they just say. <laughs> I literally hate something. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, okay. So what'd you do? How'd you get how'd you overcome that? Uh, I really y'all Chase taught me so much because we I used to literally go I used to force myself to go to networking mm-hmm. events because I thought I was gonna get a freaking promotion in there. Didn't mm-hmm. do that. But we had to right, have like right. networking events to so like, mm-hmm. oh I wanna be a manager, I wanna do this. Mm-hmm. And you know, had to like they used to do speed networking and all that. And I just I just it just felt fake and forced. Like you said, fake and forced. Like now with the the boutique, it's a little different because it's actually people. I feel like I don't have to do as much because I'm the person that people want to yeah. get You're information boss, from. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's they like younger girls. Me, yeah, they yeah. Add me stuff. Me. I don't yeah. have to say much to them. Exactly. Yeah, 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 so I can yeah, yeah. deal with it now, but at first I, I'm like, I don't feel like talking to them. That's just like being a Delta. I ain't want to like, I got to uh, go talk to this lady. I don't want to talk to her right now. Yeah. So that's now it's like everybody in the sorority. I'm, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm really not cut for this ass kissing mm. shit. Now it's a, <laughs> now it's not a little easier. <laughs> now it's easier because a lot of the girls just want to know and learn. And I'm eager yeah. to tell. I'm right, eager to teach. Right. So and it don't and I try not to that's make awesome. it. I try to talk to them like more of a homegirl standpoint yeah. than like oh this you need to do like I. 
like y'all say, I wanted to be nice and natural versus forced. And like, Absolutely. even in, um, I went to business school, you know, so we did a lot of networking training mm-hmm. and stuff like that with the little elevator speeches and all that bullshit yep. that don't work. Mm-hmm. But for yeah, me, it's just like, how to how do I get my personality and like my charm to come across in these forced ass conversations? Like, and if my personality and my charm does come across, is it gonna rub the people the wrong way? The people that I need information from, is right. it gonna rub them the wrong way because we're not from the same nothing? Yeah. Or it seems like you don't have anything in common, which could be one hundred percent false. But yeah, see, my field is different. Right, so I work in IT, okay. and it's literally about skill. It's about what you can do. If you got okay. a job, yeah. you're good. You know, we are all awkward. We don't, you know, right, right, not about right. the small talk. Let's talk about this project. Keep it moving. You yeah. know, we do our job. We here. We here to make friends. You know, we're yeah. like a big weird group of people. You know, mm-hmm. it, it don't matter. We'll be. You know, I don't have to dress up. To go to work in my building. Yeah, okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's certain people who work for business areas, y'all got to dress up. Mm-hmm. And y'all got to, you know, a certain way you got to talk to people. I'm just talking to y'all. If your cold work, I don't care. You know. That, right, right, that's right. That's it. But that's perfect for me. Yeah. You know, because right. I don't want to deal with the consumer and, you know, the public. You know, customer service. That is not... That's not for me. I liked how you said skill, DJ, because I know so many people that can talk their way in and out of everything. And I'm like, do, yeah, mediocre is do nothing. Yes. No. Huh. I like the skill because some people can't even do yeah. like You can't no. just come in here and smile and be cute and think you about to get this. But see, I'm not a talker. That's, <laughs> yeah. not, that's not my thing. Yeah. I cannot... You know, people who sell like life insurance or something. Oh, yeah, like hell that. No. I cannot do hell that. No. I cannot do Cause that. Because I'm like, all right, fuck it. Leave your family in debt. Do you, bro? Dude, I don't it. care. My job is straightforward. <laughs> it's the same process every time. It is it, safe. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm right. not going to lie. It's safe. And I like that. Yeah. Well, you know, it is a little easier. This is the last thing I'm going to say on the topic. Um, it is a little easier to network now that I'm actually a lawyer or like dealing with clients now because like I'm the lawyer. So like you're not going to tell me what the yeah. fuck. I'm you the know. lawyer. Okay. Yeah, but okay. Other, like, okay. <laughs> other than that, though, um, it's like ugh, lawyer networking events and oh because lawyers are so overbearing like they think they know so fucking much and like (laughs) they so pretentious sometimes so they at these events they drunk as hell they think they can touch you they want to strong arm your shoulder and shit yeah they used to be in the 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 masculine part of the room yeah Yeah, and it's like the alpha person in the room yes but yeah anyway that that's the networking for me um networking the entire thing is a weakness for me all the way around (laughs) and you would think that's not the case because i'm a therapist but the thing about being a therapist is i don't have to talk i listen to people and so and i only talk when it is absolutely necessary like that's just what it is so um i don't know i genuinely i have no idea um Starting this business, having to talk to people more is stressing me the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, all of it is straight. Doing this podcast and having to talk to people is stressing me the fuck out. Like, that's why I call DJ, like, ask Kanisha to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> 
You got me. Because I'm always here. Because I'm always going to figure out a way that I don't have to talk. Like, yeah, yeah. Somebody, like I really want Kanisha, but I want DJ to ask because I don't have to talk. Like, yeah. You know, like, yeah. if I can find a way. that As you can see, you can't even see me. Like, that. I've, I've been trying to get behind the camera as long as possible. So, Like I said, sis thinks she fucking slick. Uh, I've been, been on this motherfucker. Y'all about to blow up. Listen, she was blowing her little ass. Over there behind that fucking desk, as quick as she fucking could. That's it. Producer status. It's Ugh. all right, y'all about to blow up, girl. <laughs> I fucking better. <laughs> Somebody better shit. Right. Um, so what I got out of Sheila um, is, what's the best piece of business advice you've ever gotten, Kanisha? What's the best piece of business advice you've ever gotten? Best mm. piece of business advice. I'm not gonna lie. I just. Opening my tax company taught me a big lesson. And this was the first time I actually had people I was working with. Mm -hmm. And I learned how to, remember I was telling y'all how I spend money, like a drug dealer. I learned (laughs) how to, (laughs) I learned how to like pace myself and be a little more organized and kind of slow down. And I learned that from one of my partners. Like, okay. He's like super stickler about everything. And Mm -hmm. I literally like, okay, maybe I do need to be a little more precise Mm -hmm. on certain things. So with my tax company, like we literally let the deposits come in. We don't touch them until it's time to disperse them. The boutique is a different story. But I like that I have that structure and I'm learning it because then I could transfer. Like since I learned that skill, I've been able to transfer it to the boutique. So I have seen myself not spending as much and being able to pay my payroll on time, pay my bills on time and stuff like that. So I do appreciate my partner for teaching me that because he think I'm a cash cow. He like, because the cash cow know everything. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I know how to make the money, but right. I need to learn how to save it. Right, so right. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. DJ, what's, what's the best piece of business advice you've ever gotten? Honestly, um, I'm not. I wouldn't consider myself of the entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, even I'm not yeah. either. Even you know, my dad <laughs> has always told me to never work for free, mm-hmm. and he has told me that since me and my brother, since we was little, never work for free, right? So I went to Michigan State. You know, go green. Go um, okay. Period. Go green. You know. Right. And I could fix computers, you know, I mm-hmm. get a virus, I can fix it, you know, I just ba- basic shit, but, you know. <laughs> nope, not basic at that, all. That fucking <laughs> all. Because I'm like, okay, because okay. I still can't figure out how to share you the know. goddamn live on the fucking Facebook. Not basic at all, but, but all right. <laughs> look, boss shit, boss Period. When Period. I look at the people around me, a lot of the people, a majority of the people around me was business related business majors didn't know really a lot about their computers didn't know a lot about mm-hmm. technology don't know shit about them really you know mm-hmm. so excel you know, microsoft word that's powerpoint about it. that's, that's it. about it. email right so geek squad that's you know for I mean. example it, it charge you two hundred dollars just to tell you what the problem is mm-hmm. if i know how to fix it if i know you know and i got a bunch of friends around me why am i again why am I not the one making the money? Why am I letting them go to yeah. Geek Squad? Why? Yep. Why? All of this? Why? Why? Kanisha <laughs> said it earlier. Why am I not the one Why? making the money? Why am I not the motherfucking geek you at know? the Geek Squad? So Why? Not, now, you're right. Why so now am I'm going to charge you for geek. this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I'm the geek. I'm Yes. Now, okay. Now give me my coins. So, yes. Right. I will fix it. That never worked 
for for pay me what you want me. We are capturing gold. Listen, I have never had a free internship. I don't do that. No, you will pay me. Me the fuck for my time. You will pay me for my time. I you had know. to do some free ones in social work. <laughs> shit, you know you gotta get to the community and shit. I <laughs> you gotta give. I but that's it. the thing with the tech fields. Mm-hmm. We get paid for what that's, we do. Yes. Period. No matter I what. Wish I you get paid. Shit. We get paid. You know, that's the thing. A lot of people think technology is so hard. It's not that hard. It's really not. You saying that. To you. You've been that's on this That's why you are. Too, DJ. I have. You've so, literally been in on I think the... Um, <laughs> The best piece of business advice I've ever gotten was um, do it scared. Yes. I be so scared of like. It just hit me. It just hit me. I just, I just be scared to do so much shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing this modeling contest for Eek Magazine. If y'all ain't been voting. Vote. I vote every day. <laughs> but um, that's something that scares the shit out of me. I got to do a whole campaign by myself and try to beat out all these like skinny ass white girls with all these tattoos all over their body. And I thought I had a lot of tattoos and I'm chunky and I'm bald headed and I'm tatted. You know what I'm saying? But I'm modeling and I take great pictures. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, you do. You do. Really? You do. So, like, you're like an amazing model. You are. Thank you. Like, you are. So, you know, it's just one of those things. But I think about that all the time. Like, do it scared. This podcast host shit. We was just talking before the episode like, I want to do this way. I want to do this way. I am currently right now doing yeah, it That's scared. what I'm saying. Do it scared. <laughs> Everything that I have to do scared. <laughs> Listen, y'all. I know, mean, law y'all school. I am the video just gonna turn off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but yeah. But anyway, though. So, but like I was saying, even law school, studying for the bar, That's all that shit. One. I had to do all that shit. Scared out of my mind. Just it wasn't no it. black people it. in Iowa. I was you like, all right, do it. I'm just go to that bitch and mm-hmm, hopefully I make it out alive. Yeah. Fuck it. And now look at you. <laughs> but every everything that I've done, scared has turned into something mm-hmm. beautiful in one way or another. Yes. So, do it scared. Yes. Um, I'm piggybacking off of that. Even the losses, everything that I've done, mm-hmm. scared has been something mm-hmm. amazing. Even my losses, and so, um, doing is scared. So uh, this is ve- I'll be honest. This is very difficult for me. Um, doing something scared for me is high anxiety. I'm talking mm-hmm. about my anxiety through the roof. So that means my head is hurting and it's been hurting for five days because I've been thinking about whatever it is I've been doing every fucking moment. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that is me being extremely irritable. That is me doubting myself. That is me with imposter syndrome. That is me with all of these other things. So doing it scared is just like fucking chaos. Like it red is. alarms, everything is going off. <laughs> like I, I barely can handle myself and not. I'll be honest. I thank God for my husband because he has caught. He's learned how to catch it and he'll just be like, "Hey, nigga, like snap out <laughs> of it. Yeah. Let's go. Like I don't you care. You want some punk shit? Like you being a punk? He's do like, it. I don't care. Let's yeah, go. Let's like, do it. Um, that's kind of what happened with my business. Um, pretty much, I get forced out of stuff a lot. And that's an issue. That's a big issue for me that I'm trying to change. So I wouldn't even say, I'll be honest, I don't think I do stuff scared as much as I do stuff that forces me. So, like, even mm-hmm. quitting my job and starting this practice, like, I've had the education to start this practice for five years. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I've been able to do it for a very mm-hmm. long time. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it's just i ain't gonna lie i didn't catch it but um yeah i didn't i'm talking to you you know that right Mm -hmm. okay so um damn it i tried my hardest still to keep my train of thought what was i just talking about 
um, you were saying that. It, you've been forced to do it like oh yeah 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 so i've actually been forced to do a lot of things and that's my goal to not be forced anymore like to actually transition myself and stop letting things happen like when i quit my job it was because i was so burnt out in my job like i was showing up in complete like disgust like i'm at work with an attitude about everything like i'm not Sympathetic to like the little 30 year old girl that's crying at third grade little girl that's crying in front of me anymore like I gotta get the fuck out you know yep, like yep, you gotta yep. go and it was four it was like and what it was is they offered me more like I threatened to leave and they offered me more money and said <laughs> stay like they did everything to fight when I was like I'm leaving and mm-hmm. I took it I'm like hell yeah ain't nobody paying me this much money like absolutely like I'm staying yep. I signed that contract. I was there for two weeks and it was boiling over. If like, your heart is not in it, you cannot. The money won't do it. it. The they money were, will not do it. They were asking me it. to do shit that was my job. And I had a full, and like, who the fuck she talking to? Like, <laughs> you. Like, she's yep. talking to you. That's your job. Like, I had to leave. So, yeah. um, I would say that I need to... My thing is getting over the fear because I will let the fear dictate me for a while, and mm-hmm. God moves me. Yeah, often like God is like he okay. pushing you in a deep all end the, of the time, pool. Mm-hmm. all the time. But I won't do it unless God pushes me. So yeah. my twenty twenty one is that destiny's pushing herself, and that's yes. why we sitting here. Yes, yes. that's I dope. That. See, yes. this was a boss ass conversation, don't y'all think so? I, I think I, so. I, I think we covered a lot sure. of ground and like dropped <laughs> yeah. some real good gems in here. Yeah. Yes. All right, so listen, we're gonna go to the next segment, which is the final segment before we conclude. Okay, so this is bold or go. Okay, mm-hmm. so basically in the segment we go through current events and we say if it's bold, you hate it, or go, you loved it, and you know you give a little spurge on why you said what you said. Okay, so we're gonna start off with Jason Collier. You know who that is? I heard about him earlier. Okay. So this is the dude, and listen, this border girl, we on these white men's ass because they've been cutting the fuck up this week. Absolutely, cutting up. okay. So we around. on their ass today because y'all be on our motherfucking ass. So Jason Collier, okay. So this is the police officer, right? And he got caught up on Facebook with all his hoes, okay. <laughs> his wives, his girlfriends, his bitches, mm, all his tea them. spilled over on Facebook off of one picture. Like it went down in the comments, okay. Mm. There's a diagram of like how <laughs> this shit went down. I'm not gonna run through the whole story, but in a nutshell. Um, what was it? The fiance or the wife posted first? The fiance. The fiance. One of the fiances. Yeah, Apparently, okay. there's more than one. One, yeah. one of the fiances posted first of a picture of her and Bay. Mm-hmm. And then somebody commented in the comments like, "You better make sure that when you posting, it ain't no mutual friends with your wife type shit." Yeah. And it just blew the fuck up from yeah. him. So it just came out that he had like. A, a wife was it two wives or one wife um he has a he had a first wife that he's divorced the wife that we're speaking of is the second wife but i believe they said somebody else came out and said that she was married to him but people don't really know how that's possible so i don't know how they figuring yeah. that out but there is two or three women that are engaged and then there's a cup there's like some others that are just dating him yeah and so basically this is what we want to know go to bow obviously you know him being 
a hoe a hoe ain't gold. But the thing is, he had a whole fucking scheme. Mm-hmm. He had a hotation. Mm-hmm. Do I remember the hotation? He had a hotation. <laughs> and basically, he had it so good that his his um what was he? A, he's a sheriff. He uh, is the chief. Yeah, the chief, of, yep, the chief, oh, the chief of, police. of police. He had it so good that he didn't have to go in and fix the profile to take off that he's married with four children. Uh, so his other bitches on the public profile uh, don't know on the Facebook page. Uh, listen, uh, <laughs> all right. So the whole scheme. Mm-hmm. Des Golderbold. I think the the scheme is bold. Okay. I mean, no, no, no. I'm lying. I think the scheme is gold. Okay. So, um, because listen, the the effort, the attention to detail, mm-hmm. the commitment to have. He's probably a, do a you, good police. Officer. Do, do you understand? <laughs> do you understand how much it is for a man to be in a relationship with a woman? Like we pay attention to shit. We are extremely detailed. We don't forget nothing. We are like we're smarter than them. Like, let's just be clear. If you start, if you start sleeping with socks on and you don't usually, bitch, what the fuck? What exactly? Like, exactly. Like, that's women. And so the fact that he was able to juggle all of them, he's either a psychopath or he's a genius. Listen, I want that man to make detective, okay? (laughs) Because. as long as he ain't sleeping with all the victims, like <laughs> <laughs> that's T. I mean, like <laughs> all right, Kanisha, thought about. I think it's gold. We is ratchet. <laughs> we are. We ain't ratchet. Why is gold? The same reason. I, yeah, he just he 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 a goat. He the goat. He is. Since said he goaded. Like he, he might be goaded. He, he, he making women fall in love with him. So. Listen, no, mm-hmm. and where he getting these rings from? He buy and that they all consistently said like he never they never pay for anything with him. That's something that they all consistently said. Where he at? Dumb like, no. <laughs> I mean, he got money. He got money. <laughs> DJ, go to boat. It's gold. God it's gold. damn, the amount of right. effort it takes <laughs> to run a scam like this. Yeah, you know this was literally a, a it was a circus of bullshit. But he <laughs> ran it. Flawlessly for a hot minute. He, I just need. He all right, I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save the moral compass of this show and say fucking bow. Because right. how you juggling all these bitches? Is you keeping the city safe? What the fuck is you doing? <laughs> you can't be small. doing all of this well. They say there's only two thousand people in the city. The city's small, but social media will fuck you up. It did fuck them up. It definitely <laughs> messes you up. Will fuck you up. <laughs> Oh, oh baby. yeah, yeah, yes, yes please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm gonna say both. I'm only gonna say both just because it's just like um, you're the chief of police, and um, like when you're doing all this, you could be you could be doing way you more positive. No, I'm just saying you could be doing way more positive with your time yeah. than trying to ruin all these women's lives because at the end of the day all these bitches I don't bitches think that have, was his intentions to ruin their lives I think that's definitely that's definitely your intention <laughs> nah, if you fuck is, with all these bitches that's your intention I don't care what you say well you know what the, the issue is that especially as a white man like male privilege there's just an extra level of ego and he's like, such a whore and do you value yourself you, but he actually <laughs> think like that's it's 
I, especially hearing that they're like he's paying for everything for all of them. Like he really think he's bringing something to all their lives. Like he really think he could juggle them. Listen, I just can't believe he had proposed to all like three ain't, extra ones. Ain't, all I'm saying is, if you, wings, he, he how had, much does he make as a chief of police? He had fake annulment papers to show that he divorced the first wife. Oh, I mean, the, the second oh. wife, whichever wife. Listen, I'm saying. I mean, listen. I, I got respect for the way the scheme went down. I'm just saying. You <laughs> gotta have Teresa said, "Thank you, Maisha. It is bold, right? <laughs> you gotta respect the game. Hate the player, but you like you can you can hate the You gotta respect the game. You gotta respect how he played the game. Man. He played the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. He did. And yeah, but Look, but when Lori Harvey do it. I agree, but I be saying no, Lori. Lori, Lori Harvey, and I will say this: Lori Harvey, I guarantee she be a lot more honest than this motherfucker. Exactly. No, and on top, listen. I wonder what type of Lori. Never mind. We gonna stay on topic. Okay, so the next person. <laughs> now this one, I'm I'm on his ass. I'm on their ass. Chad fucking Wheeler. So this is the football player mm-hmm. who strangled his wife twice. Um, and to the point she was unconscious. Um, if you ask me, I think he he tried to kill her. In my mind, it's attempted murder because when she woke up, he looked at her and said, "Oh, you still alive, dog?" Ooh. In the kitchen, eating snacks and drinking juice and shit like shit. Yeah, he didn't call the police or nothing. No, and so um, I mean, and obviously that's bold. But my bigger issue, which was um a lot of people's issue on social media, was that okay, why isn't this blasted? Like across the news mm-hmm. Constantly Because when Michael Vick Was fighting dogs That's all y'all Could fucking talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. When Ray Rice Got into a domestic dispute With his wife That's all y'all Could talk about You get what I'm saying So mm-hmm. ESPN Like the way they handled it um, I had saw it on social media And they was already Dragging them And then I'm on ESPN Cause my boyfriend Watches it every morning mm-hmm. And they gave It was like a little blurb I, I promise you This shit lasted like 20 seconds mm-hmm. And it was just like Oh this is what happened He's been kicked off the team. Ooh. Next. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Like, it wasn't nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, I just feel like ESPN. Do y'all think it's gold or both the way they handle it? On one side, I can see them trying to have some discretion, um, you know, with their players' personal business. There is a woman whose life will blow up if this story is ran on a loop constantly. You know, she's a victim. But on the other hand, it's just like, I'm starting to see... That y'all be handling these stories different type of ways with different yeah. type of people. They choose. They pick and they choose who they want to villainize or who they just want to sweep shit under the rug for. They choose who they want to make and an so example that's, of. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. So what do y'all think? Y'all think it's gold or bold that they just skimming over this shit? Do y'all think we had enough and it's okay to skim over it? Or do y'all think run that shit on the loop like they do everybody else? I'm going to say it's bold. Run that shit on the fucking loop. What you say, DJ? I think it's bold. Okay. I think it's bold because you know, first of all, he was I, well, I, allegedly he was in jail before he got mm-hmm. locked up before. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is not his first domestic violence, you know, case. Yeah. This is not the first time, and they do that for a lot of these players where they will hide, you know, do everything they can. To you know what pops in my head though? Sometimes I think they bury in these stories not because. Um, 
Well, not necessarily because it's like a racial issue and they pick and choose necessarily, kind of. But also, I really think they be really trying to bury the CTE shit. That's what I think it is. These players are getting hit. It's just like, why are so many foot players, uh-huh. football players yep. so fucking violent and losing their fucking yeah. mind? And I think that's why they be trying to sweep that shit under yeah. the rug, too, because they don't want to expose that what, CTE wait, it shit. It's levels to it. Yeah, yeah levels for sure. To it, but still... I ain't fucking with it. I'm not fucking with it. I don't. I don't like how they handled it. What you think, Kadisha? It's bold. <laughs> okay. It's bold. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, you think they should be trying to keep it under wraps? Um, or you think they should blow that shit up? So I think that it is bold. Um. I hate that I can't say silver or nothing like that because I think it's bold. Um, I do think it's bold that we're not putting him on front street the way that we have done black athletes because we do treat athletes like they are real slaves and they have to behave and act. It's kind of like on puppet strings mm-hmm. and behave the way that we want them to. So um, I definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, sorry, guys. My husband is passing out drinks. And you can see his hand in the screen. It's just okay. Can't see nothing else. Thanks, you just need a <laughs> Thanks Phil. Um, but yeah. So, like I was saying, I definitely think um, he should be put on Front Street just because this is the way that we handle it normally. Right. In my opinion, I do not think this is the way that we should handle it normally. So I think that if we were in a space or in a world where domestic violence was handled the right way as far as through our justice system and, you know, like we wouldn't have to make it a new spectacle. I ain't got no fruit. Um, So we wouldn't have to make it a new spectacle, if that makes sense. Um, I think that. When these type of situations happen, we need to put these men in jail and keep it moving. I think that we should not give them the light of day. We should not yes. give them these huge stories and all that. But, again, right. that's not the world that we live in. So, right. for where we live now and what's happening now and the way that the world handles everything else, drag him just like we have drug um, Ray Rice and... Right. Michael Vick. you just say Michael Vick. Yes. yes. Okay. And so, this is the last go to bowl. Okay, so boom. So you know if we coming for white men, we got to come for the trashes of them all. Donald Trump, 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 mm. Trump, Trump. Mm. Um, mm. How y'all feel about the impeachment? Because this is my thing. Is it is it bold or go? Are we happy that the impeachment hap- happened? Or do we just not give a fuck? Um, I, I'm going to say the impeachment is gold Only because um, I think legacy is important. Um, I think if we didn't go through the extra step of impeaching him, it would not it would not give um, a good record of history the way that it should be. Yeah. He deserves to be impeached and he doesn't deserve to be able to hold no other public office and he doesn't deserve to be able to keep the benefits of being the president. So, I mean, even though he's not in office no more, we got Big Joe and Sis Kamala Harris. Yes. Uh-huh. Even though his bum ass is out of office, I think it was still necessary to go ahead and impeach him because he doesn't deserve to have the legacy of a president with the way he fucking acted. So I'm going to say it's gold that they impeached him. And I kind of give a fuck. (laughs) I'm a little different. I think it's bold. Why? Couple reasons. Okay. 
the fact that they didn't do it the first time, mm. you know, it's like, why didn't you do it mm. the first time? And then, you know, I don't want him to benefit off anything. He deserves nothing, you know, but I don't think that, you know, the benefits of the president, you know, that wasn't his goal. I think he accomplished yeah. his goal, which was to cause chaos, yeah. you know, yeah. and to make as much money as he could. He could still go and incite yeah. riots in this way yeah. after, you know, I, I think he will still benefit in the ways that he wants to benefit from. So I, I think it was, mm. you know, I, I get it, but it was essentially for no reason at this point because he still did what he wanted to do. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I see where you're coming he from. He did. I definitely see where you're coming Those from. Those domestic terrorists that he sent to child, the White House. Child. He can do that again He's and again joke. and again. Nothing happened to them, people. He can tell them to do it again and they will do it. You know, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see the point. Kanisha, what you think? I think it was gold that he got impeached. Okay. Because he was a shit show. Child, I feel like it was when he first when I first found out he was even running for president. I'm like, is this a joke? Right. Like it just felt like the whole his whole tenure was a joke, and it was made a joke the whole time. So he kind of like fucked some people's lives up just because he wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you're not. I give a fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay, and Des, do you you got an opinion, gold or bold, on the Donald Trump impeachment? Um, I actually feel like I don't know. I mean, I get it. I, I think I think it's gold. I just hate that I can't go silver because I think it's gold. <laughs> because I think he does need to be impeached. He don't need the resources. He don't need nothing. Um, but I actually agree with DJ. I think that he accomplished what he wanted. I think that he has enough money to at least survive for the rest exactly. of his life. Yeah. So yeah. our resources yeah. won't matter either way to take them from him. Um, but I think that the reason that I say go is actually because as a country, as a government, they need to show our country that there are processes and procedures that happen when certain yeah. things happen. The reason that it didn't happen to him the first time is because he was in control of the White House. Like, right, right, you know, right. So it's just that I think that we need to stick it like like put your foot down like this is normally what will happen with any other president and even though i didn't we didn't agree with other presidents any other president that has actually worked in politics and has tried and like this is a career even if we didn't agree on their policies they all have been making a career out of this like this is something that they work they butts up to up yeah like that's not something for donald trump and so i feel like it, a statement needs to be made as far as like the seat of the president is not a joke. It's not a game. Yeah. So he needs to be impeached. I honestly think he needs to go to jail for a yeah. lot of the decisions that he made yes. because they were illegal. And just because you are the president, you cannot change the law because yeah. you, you are feel not like above it. the law. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is why the impeachment is important. Now, if they're actually going to do that, I don't know. And so that's the key. Um, cause don't use all of our resources or spend all of our time and our money in it's some bullshit. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, yeah, like, exactly. if you just say, oh, he impeached, but nothing really changed, then this is all a waste of time. Yeah. So. 
Let me tell you something. I will be reading my child's history books, okay? You know. I want them. Like, that's that's this real. This shit uh-huh. better be accurate. That's real because that's real. Um, I was there. I will not tolerate anybody. Oh, Donald Trump was just so great. Yeah. You know, 2020. Well, it was, No, tell the truth. How he just see? I'm I'm not so sure if I'm gonna go and read that shit because I've done school. I ain't going back. But <laughs> I am, you know, I am going to talk to my kid and ask them what they learning and try to get their understanding and perspective on stuff because mm-hmm. they do get a lot from school. Yeah, and the thing, you know, and I want them to be comfortable making their own opinions, but I want them to get the whole truth. So if I think things are not being told in its fullness, I will fill in those gaps. Um, yep. I won't be reading that shit though. I'm done with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think school's gonna be so different by the time that C four is old. Just just with COVID, like they're gonna have to figure out a way to completely restructure the setup. Like it can't be thirty kids in the classroom. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I do think it's it's either gonna be that, or I think that COVID vaccine is just gonna be a part of the immunizations that kids gonna have to have mm-hmm. to go to school. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, yeah. But I still don't think they they still not gonna be able to pay even with the vaccine. That's a risk to still put. It is. You know yeah. how some kids wear up on each other. Like yeah. that's still a risk because the, I guess from what I understand about the vaccine is that it's supposed to. It's not. It, it won't stop you from getting COVID, but it's supposed to keep you from dying from it. Is that? Listen, I don't know. It change every day. Yeah, I'm not getting that. That's shit, the so problem. <laughs> but uh huh. Yeah, I mean, so, listen. I might in like five years. I gotta see what everybody else got. That's going the thing. On. Yeah, I want to see what time. happens first. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I need some time. I just wear a mask. Um, but anyway, okay. So was that our last golden bowl? Yes, it was. All right. Thank you so much, Missy. I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, so th- actually, that r- basically wraps up our show. Um, before we leave, though, we just want to kind of take a moment and everybody give a little golden nugget. So it's kind of a little like tagline piece of advice, something that you kind of just ending your this session on. So um, I am going to let Missy go first. Uh, what's, she saw me giving her them eyes. She, listen, she was giving me the eyes, baby. She wanted them teachers. Who wants to read? And she's going to pick on the one who don't raise their hand. Absolutely, because they always got the best thing. Um, so... Um, Missy, what's your golden nugget? What are you leaving our viewers with? Um, I think I'm gonna just leave them with the best piece of business advice that I've ever gotten that we talked about earlier. Is just, um, you don't have to, you know, have all the balls. Whatever it is that you want to do, and if you're scared to chase your dream, it's okay to be scared, but just do it anyway. Just Mm -hmm. do it scared. You gotta jump. You gotta leap. You gotta believe in yourself, and you know, believe in God, whatever higher power it is that you invest in. But whatever you need to do, find a way to do it. You can do it scared. But don't let it control you. So that's what I'm going to say. Don't let your fear control you. Do it scared. All right. I love that. Do it scared. Do it scared. Golden nugget. Do it scared. All right, DJ. What's your golden nugget? You know, I'm I'm going back to live in your feelings. Mm. Live in your feelings. If you are mad, be mad. You know, if you are sad, be sad. If you are happy, you know, whatever you're doing, celebrate you. You know, live in the moment. Live in the moment. Because we deserve our moment. We deserve it. You Definitely. deserve it. You deserve to be happy, be sad, regardless of what anybody else thinks. Just live in your feelings. Live in the moment. 
Okay, big boss, big bank, Kanisha, what you got for yes. us? Because we really came in here with you guys. Yes. <laughs> Mine was close to yours. The don't, the do it scared. Mine was walking by faith. But what my key takeaway was today is self care. Mm. Like, mm. I see how important self care mm. is. And last year, I didn't, I, I feel like I did self care, like get my nails done, get my hair done. But this year, I told myself every month of this year, I ain't went nowhere in January yet. But every month this year, I'm going somewhere. I'm okay. getting period. out of Detroit. Yeah. I'm doing something. I don't yes. care if I got to drive next door to Chicago. I'm getting up out of here. I just yes. Self care is yes. important. I'm and I'm, I'm concentrating on that this trip. year. I'm, Listen, say, I'm me, going on I'm every one of them. I'm going on every one of them. We're going Destiny. All right, I'm coming. We hooked her book before Oh my goodness! So I don't, y'all don't know, but we like me and Missy really like try to trap people with. Really, that is how they trap me. That's why I keep coming back. That's why I keep coming back. They got me. Got me. Oh my goodness! I love it. Um, All right, so I think my golden nugget is just. it's 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 the theme of everything that I'm doing. Let shit lie. So like, let shit lie. I love sometimes. You gonna do things and it's gonna rub people however it rubs them. Yes. But you just gotta let it lie. Sometimes it is okay that people feel some type of way about whatever it is that you got going on. Because sometimes they don't understand that your vision is your vision, your thing is your thing, and it is what it is, and you'll find your people. Yeah. Your people will find you. It's yes. just how it yes. works. Because you walk by faith. You yes. know, like they gonna find you. Okay, listen. The Lord is the head of my life. Okay, okay. I was about to say, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he know what you mean, though. He know what you he mean. Know your heart. Heart. He know your heart. He know your heart. Absolutely. Yes. So, um, I just want to thank you ladies so much for coming and hanging with us. Um, once again, this has been Golden Girls Podcast. I thank you all so much for listening. Everybody that joined us live on our exclusive show. Um, we come out every, every single week. So, make sure you check us out. You can find us at goldengirlspodcast.com. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Go, uh, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. Um, love you guys. Stay golden. Thank you. Bye. See y'all. Thank you for being my friend. Oh, oh, oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I needed this. See? See? <laughs>